In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, may the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord and my God. Life is, is reopening. It's been a strange time for us, hasn't it? And so as it reopens, today I want to talk about you and how we live our lives as Christians. Because things have changed. I think uh, Christianity has pretty well been left out of things. And so what I want to do today is I want to go to Jesus. I want to hear what he has to say as we head in this reopening in our lives. And I use the parable that I, I shared with you as the gospel. Powerful, powerful, as we get into it. But you have to understand how that parable came into being. The disciples and Jesus were in a home of Zechariah, in the home of Zacchaeus. Remember who Zacchaeus is, the little man in the tree? And Jesus said, I'm coming to your house today. Well, Jesus also said there these words, Today salvation has come to this house because this man, too, is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. So I entitled this thing, and I'm really preaching to me today. You're just going to have to listen. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Taking risk in faith. First of all, as we look at this, godly risk is motivated only only by faith. And faith comes from God. The story is interesting. It's a king. He, Jesus said, let me tell you a story. A king. He comes and he gives out silver. And he gives them all different kind. But before, before I move on into that, I think you need to understand and I need to understand there's a big difference between this parable and the parable of the talents. The parable of the talents is every one of you have special gifts, and they're different. The story today is everybody gets the same. And that's what Jesus wanted to do. He says, in your baptism, you receive the faith. And I, I noticed that you're, you're going to have a Bible study talking about faith, and that's going to be great for you guys. But you receive that faith. It's a gift of God. And, I, and now I think we're coming to a point in, in, in our lives right now, in, in this community, and in this world, and in this, this nation of ours, that we have to take risk of our faith of who we are as people of God. And so it's interesting, in this parable, Jesus comes ahead and, and he talks to us. St. Paul said we are to live as Christ. We must invest in that. I remember the story, uh, and you'll remember it too, when they, they were all in a boat and Jesus came walking on the water and, 
And Peter saw him walking. And Jesus said, come on, get out of the boat. And Peter did. And Peter was walking on water just fine until he took his eyes off of Jesus. So what I'm saying to you as our society reopens, let's get out of the boat and keep our eye on Jesus. I got to warn you, Jesus also expects in the risk-taking accountability. Because you as a Christian and all at once take risk in your faith and say, I am a Christian. I worship God. I know where my gifts come from. I know that God loves all people. Remember what Jesus said, I'm the vine, you're the branches, but I expect some fruit. And I think he does of us as we come out of all of this that is ahead of us. So what does it take? I think godly risk always takes the right attitude. Don't you hate Christians who are always sour and mad, ugly? The world loves them because that's how they see Christianity. But as we move into the summer and as you move into that study you're going to have in the faith, we go into it with power and joy that every day we remember that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and they're all forgiven and that on Easter morning, he rose to be Lord of your life. So what do we do about that? Well, Paul said, therefore, this is uh, Philippians 2, therefore, exalt him to the highest place and give him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. And see, that's what you and I will do. We will bow and kneel and say, Jesus is Lord. What did he say to those who invested rightly in the, in the story? He said, well done. I love that word. I use it a lot when people uh, send me things like, we've been married 82 years. <laughs> I put back, well done. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. The third servant... He hid it. He was scared. We can't be scared, people. Not in today's world. We can't be scared. We can't hide who we are. We can't hide what God has given us. We've got to be bold. But I say, Lord, Lord, I'm in the waiting room. You know the waiting room. You know what I'm talking about. I'm waiting for a miracle. I'm waiting for a change. I'm waiting for... I don't know what I'm waiting for. I'm just waiting. And that we can't be. <laughs> Boy, did Jesus scare the disciples. He said, uh, the one who I just gave one silver to, then uh, take it from him and give it to those who have more. That scared him. But then he reassured him, and he reassures us today. 
as we gather in worship, as we just receive the Holy Sacrament. Paul said, I am sure that God who begun this good work in you will complete it until he, it is finally finished. On that day, Christ will come again. You see, that's the secret of a risk-taking faith in Jesus Christ. Bow your heads. Let's do some praying. We're ready, Lord. We're ready to, for you to open up society and our community. We're ready because we have been baptized. We're ready to take risk in faith in this community and in our families and in our lives. We refuse to be in the waiting room. We want to be up there kneeling and proclaiming that you're Lord of our lives. And all God's people said...